Welcome to our Through the Bible study here on Bible In-Depth Network with Alex. In our study, we look at the context of Scripture and how it applies to our daily lives. We also believe that there's no limitation to the revelation of the Word God. Let's study together today. Yes, praise be to God. I hope you're safe and well, Lord has kept you safe and sound. This is a day that the Lord has met. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad and thank you for joining us for our time of the study of the Word of God. Here we study the Bible. We aim to study from the book of Genesis to Revelation. And by the grace of God, we completed the Old Testament. And today we want to continue with our study of the book of Matthew. And uh, we are at chapter 16 of the book of Matthew. And that's where we shall start from um, today. And it starts uh, 16, verse 13, tells us, Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea, Philippi, he was asking his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Jesus uh, is posing a question to his disciples, the people that follow him, the people that are close to him. Yeah? And he asks them a question, who do people say I am? And this is because the disciples do not necessarily stay with him, that they are together all the day and even through the night. They go back home. And when they go back, people know that you've been moving with this man who is healing all diseases. You've been close to this man who is uh, doing marvelous things across Israel. And they would ask questions, yeah? And they would ask them and they would say, this is probably so-and-so, this is probably this person. And that's what Jesus wants to know. He's asking a question, I want to know, what do these people say, yeah? Who do they say that I am? And now, they start to give him responses. And they say, some say that you are John the Baptist. It's interesting with the people who are giving this answer because... John the Baptist had just been beheaded in this period. Yeah? He had just been killed in the same period as Jesus is. And uh, probably this comes at a time before he was killed. And that's what they were thinking because they were not seeing him. But still, they knew that he had been imprisoned by Herod. And uh, for those who gave such an answer, also saying that this is John the Baptist they give us an image of who exactly John the Baptist was and what things John the Baptist did. When we read the Bible, we normally get to understand the ministry and uh, service of John the Baptist, that he was a baptizer, a man who used to baptize, telling people to repent. But if somebody comes to compare Jesus to John the Baptist, then it implies there are some elements in the ministry of Jesus that were quite similar to those of John the Baptist. It's likely and probable that John the Baptist used to pray for the sick and they would get healed. It's likely that there were miracles that were witnessed in the ministry of John the Baptist. It is likely that he was a strong preacher, that one we know. It's not even just an assumption because the man transversed the area and people would come from as far as they could to come and repent and get saved because of the movement and uh, the ministry that John the Baptist uh, was carrying out. So, those who give the answer that it's probably John the Baptist have their reasons, but also they paint a picture 
on the possibility of resemblance in ministries of John the Baptist and Jesus himself. And they give him another answer. They say, others see you Elijah. The people who are speaking now never saw Elijah. Unlike John the Baptist, they never at one point uh, saw Elijah, witnessed the ministry of Elijah, but they would read about Elijah in their books, in the different uh, written information and documentation of Elijah as a prophet in Israel and the great things he did. So, they felt, this is probably Elijah, and to top it up, Elijah did not die. He just was taken uh, into heaven, as we read that story, you remember. And they probably think he has returned. This is, this is Elijah. That is what others were thinking. Then others would say it's Jeremiah. They've also read about Jeremiah and the prophets in the books. And others say it's one of the prophets. Yeah. So he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Now, he has had enough of what others think. Who do you say that I am? That question is being posed to the disciples and at the same time can be posed to me and you. We've heard about what God is to other people. We've heard about what Jesus is to other people. What is Jesus to me? What is Jesus to you? Because until we understand who Jesus is to us personally, we will never fully get the grasp of the greatness of the, of the God that we serve. We shall never get the full manifestation in our lives until we get a total and complete understanding, a personal understanding. Getting that personal understanding of the salvation that we have is very important. Because he asks them, okay, you've heard all that, and probably some of you here also believe those answers. But what do you say that I am? Oh, my God is a healer. My God is the one who set me free. He saved me from this debt. He saved me from this pain. He saved me from this relationship. He saved me from that and that. And those are testimonies we hear that people say. But do we have something we can say for God ourselves to come out and say, this is who God is to me. He's my friend. He's my ever-present help in time of need. He's the one who uh, looks deep into my heart. He's the one I have a personal conversation with. Those are things that I personally long for. To know my God personally. To know that which he is to me. And that's a question he poses. Because eventually, it's not about what everybody thinks. It's about your experience with him. And what exactly you feel. And what exactly you think. And exactly what he has revealed to you as a person. And that intimate relationship is what creates the distinction in everything. And people might not understand the way you work because you have a personal relationship with God. And those are the things that are important for us as believers, to have the personal relationship with God. And he asks them, but for you, what do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter, this man always takes the show. He's a leader, remember, he's a team leader. He had not been selected. We've not seen that yet. But he is a man who always takes responsibility. He's the bold guy. And he takes this responsibility. He takes 
the mandate himself to answer this question. And he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon, but Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Let's first talk about that. He calls him, Blessed are you, Simon, but Jonah. First of all, he's telling him, By revelation, you're blessed. People who receive revelation are always blessed people. People who receive revelation are those considered blessed, just like Simon is considered blessed here. Because revelation is something that is unique, is special, is something that we ought to long for, because with it comes a blessing. He's told that he's blessed. He is being blessed. He is getting words that are spoken to him by his master. And these are words that everybody needs to hear. One point in life, you need to hear words of blessing upon you. You need to hear, you know, sometimes we feel like we, we, we lack because we are not blessed. Sometimes there is that feeling that, do I even have a blessing upon my life? Am I blessed in any way? Do I have that blessing of God upon my life? Those are questions sometimes we have and we wonder and we do not feel that we are blessed, but people who've got revelation are people who are blessed. And Jesus tells him, blessed are you, Simon, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. The revelations that come by just no more understanding. The revelations that come by knowledge, because you studied so much, then you will know something. The revelations that come in the physical realm, yeah? But this, which... Peter has spoken is from the Father who is in heaven. And Jesus tells him, this revelation has come from the Father in heaven. Peter spoke just a few words. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And just those few words had come from God. It's a revelation that came from God. There are some revelations that God sends to us and they just seem simple. There may be few words like these that Peter said, but they carry so much weight. And they're so great in weight that they will influence. That's why when you get revelation, you do not keep quiet. You get out and say it because if Peter now keeps quiet and does not mention anything, then that does not profit. But you have to be able to get out and speak revelation. Sometimes you receive revelation about people. Sometimes we get revelation about ministry. Sometimes we get revelation about churches, about nations. And God is trusting you with this revelation because all revelation comes from God. It's clear here. It is the Father who is in heaven that sent this revelation to Simon. And it is very clear to us that revelation does not come from man. Revelation does not come from just uh this, that, of course, that you might read about and you've got information. But revelation comes from God. Revelation such as this that will be of influence comes from God. And I need to always ask God to help and give me revelation. I will need to ask God to send his revelation to me. 
we need to ask God for revelation. We need to ask God to send his word to us. I don't know if Peter saying this first went through a prayer session. I do not have an idea if Peter saying this first went into meditation. I want to imagine that Peter was just like his fellow friends or his group and they were just throwing answers and he just drops in his head and drops in his spirit and he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And sometimes revelation will come in the easiest of ways. It will come in the easiest of ways that you do not even expect. (laughs) In a way that you do not anticipate. And that is revelation that has come from God. There may be ways, other ways you can get it, that you've gone out, you've gone to the secret place, you've prayed, you've fasted for a week, and you've asked God for something, and eventually God brings it out and tells you exactly what it is. That is revelation, and it does still come from God. But also, there are modes where you can get revelation, and you've not been in any of that activity. And we need to be able to learn to receive revelation in all ways. Because God is not restricted to one working mode. God can work in all ways. While Peter is seated there listening to everybody, he just speaks something and it is coming straight from God. God shall reveal things to you in a way that you cannot imagine. Remember some months back, I had... um, somebody who called me and uh, they were having some problems at home they were they were in in a period of just weeks they found as snakes yeah they got they saw a snake in the house killed it and again they found there were these small snakes and they killed it of course they got so afraid then they found just a week later they found another one and they were they started to panic because they were wondering where are all these coming from yeah asking around their neighbors nobody has that experience of getting snakes in their house the position their house is in you do not expect it to get these things coming and creeping in so they they were in panic that day and they called me and they said you come and help us come and see what's up. Come and pray for us. We are afraid. And um, that day, I remember I said, okay, I'll come. And I start to leave home in the morning. And as I'm setting, about to set off, it came as a thought, like you think about anything. And this thought was that you're going to get there. And when you get there, you will get a suitcase that is in their house and you get this suitcase and take it out of the house and when you take it out of the house, it will be opened and when it's opened, there will be a big snake that is in there and you will pray and it will vanish in the air and that's it. Now, this came as a thought to me. So, I get off, I drive off, and I go and reach the home. And they had not given me any brief of anything that had happened. So, when I sit 
I'm like, okay, what's up? What's going on? This is what they tell me. They tell me that one of the, of the two, of the couple, uh, had a dream last night and they were in a place and there were many, there was a suitcase and they opened the suitcase and that suitcase had a big snake in it and it, the snake that was in the suitcase got out and started to chase people and of course it vanished along the way because this person specifically who had the dream it uh, did not touch them in that entire process so i wondered at how much god can reveal something to you and this came by thought just by thought and they were giving me a dream that is the same as the revelation i had before i left home that came in the thought pattern in your mind as you think and i asked them is there a suitcase in this house that is causing you fear and they told me there is actually one that we fear so much and they said we fear to open that suitcase because we do not know what is in it when we look at it we are afraid and we fear to open it so i tell them bring it and they of course the spouse had to go and help because one of them feared so much so i tell them, you go together and bring that suitcase and they brought it and that suitcase was opened and there was nothing in it so i said okay it is clear that there is nothing in here do you still fear but the information that god can give you about something that is so exact is revelation that comes from god that we all need to tap that we all need to look for that we all need to have and that revelation is great and that is exactly what simon is receiving here and it can come in all forms simon might have just been listening but god planted something in his mind in his heart in his spirit and i want us to always be open to god and let him speak to us have openness of spirit and let god speak to us and let god use us as vessels to speak to us the message that he wants us to use for the deliverance of others and god is going to speak to you in ways you do not expect god is going to speak to you in ways you do not fathom god is going to speak to you in ways that you did not anticipate because god is not restricted to a certain mode of revelation he will reveal himself to you in all ways he will reveal to himself himself to you in prayer he will reveal himself to you in a time of fasting he will reveal himself to you in thoughts in discussion sometimes you're just holding a discussion with somebody and a revelation comes and you did not have any weeks of prayer and fasting but it has come and it has come from god and sometimes he will reveal himself to you in dreams he will bring revelation in dreams yeah recently there's something that my wife was looking for at home and we we looked and they looked and checked everywhere in the house and it, it wasn't being seen and there was fear that it had been stolen and it caused a lot of discomfort to her 
and she was not happy and she kept talking about it and she kept fearing and getting discouraged and thinking what has gone wrong, where is it? And they looked for it everywhere and could not find it. And personally, I wondered, okay, I think it is somewhere, but I didn't show much. Uh, but the, the, the bother that was with my wife and this item placed a bother on me as well. That I wondered, where is it? So, as I go to sleep, listening to some worship, and I sleep off, and I got a dream at night. And I got a dream when she was checking a specific place, and when she opened that place, she picked what she was looking for and had it in her hands and told me, this is it, I've got it. So in the morning when we wake up, she wakes up in the same mode. This, I'm looking for this. This is not working out. And it, there's all frustration around. And I tell her, wait a minute. I had a dream. And you check because that what you're looking for is here. And she opened that place. And there it was what she was looking for. God shall reveal things even to the specifics in your life. God shall bring revelation in ways you cannot understand. This came through a dream. And we need to take dreams serious at times. That We need to know that God is speaking to you. Of course, there are all sorts of dreams, even those that come from the enemy, that might just be a distraction. But there are dreams that you know that this is a message from God and he's bringing it to me. And I've got to be alert and know that God is talking to me. Just like that, we found a seemingly lost item that morning with specifics from God. This is here. It is not lost. It is right there. And she had it. Revelation comes from God in all ways. I do not know how God has spoken to you. I might even be speaking today and God is revealing something to you through me today. Because revelation comes in all ways. You expected it to come in a certain way, but in the words that I've spoken in these few minutes, God has revealed something to you. And that's it. And that's how God works. And for Simon, he receives such revelation. It's not by flesh and blood, Jesus tells him. It is revealed to you by the Father in heaven. God reveals to his people. And those to whom revelation comes are blessed. And he also adds these words to him. He says, I also say to you that you are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of heads shall not overpower it. Peter means rock. And says, this revelation that has come to you, with all the greatness that comes with it, you shall see. And upon it, I'll build my church. My church is key word. Jesus says, my church. It is his church. And that fact that you have been used as the vessel to do this does not mean that you have to become an arrogant person. Peter having this statement spoken over the revelation he has made 
and over the name that has been given does not at any one time imply that he becomes an arrogant man. Because this is not his work. This is the work of Christ himself and he calls it his church. The church belongs to Jesus. It does not belong to any man. And we shall speak all this Oh, this is my church. I built my church. This is my church as a building. That might be your building. But the church is for Christ. That might be a building that you've set up. But Christ is in charge of the church and the church are the people. It's not just about that building. The building is where they will come and assemble. But the church belongs to him. And Jesus says, the gates of heads will not overcome it. There is no power in hell. There is no power that is evil. There is nothing that can overcome the church. Jesus speaks this clearly. That he has given us authority. That he has given us strength. That he has given us all that we require to fight the forces of evil in this world. And there is a great promise for us that we need to know that you have been given authority. And there is no power in hell that can overcome. Because God has equipped you. We are walking in power. We are walking in great authority. And there is no demon that can overcome. We cast them out in the name of Jesus. There is no evil spirit that can claim you. Because we cast it out in the name of Jesus, the one who speaks here and says that he will build his church. We walk by the word that Jesus makes and the statement that he gives that no power in hell can overcome his church. We shall be victorious in everything as a church of Christ. We shall be winners as a church of Christ because he said it. Of course, from this, the purpose starts in Rome. And Peter is held as the first pope, as they come and claim. But it's not just about a center of authority and religious authority that is being spoken of here. It is the church. It is you and me. Knowing that with such revelation that he, that he is the Christ, the son of the living God. If I know that, if I know that as Alex, if I, you know it for you who is listening to me and you know that then you are the church that is being talked about here and you are the church that is going to create a difference in this world and no power of hell shall overcome you because the revelation you received and the church that you are you are a child of God and he cares for you and he has thoughts for you and he will watch over you and he says I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. Bind those demons, they'll be bound. Bind those spirits, they'll be bound. Whatever you bind on earth, because he's talking to you. This is not just for Peter that, hey Peter, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. No, it's for you who's received revelation that he is the Christ. That he's the son of God. You who has taken that decision to accept him as your Lord and Savior. He will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. That is how much authority is given to us. That's how much authority is given to you and me. 
And then he warned the disciples that they should not tell anyone that he was the Christ. Revelation has come to you. And you know the power that you have. That you, my child of God, has got great interest in you. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your revelation. We thank you that you care for us. And Lord, we pray that you show yourself strong in our lives. That you reveal yourself in our lives. That you help us see that which is of the heavens. So that we do not look at the things of flesh and blood. But rather, that which comes from you. We exhort you, give you glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our study today. We believe that the world of God is alive and new each day. Open your heart and let God speak to you. You can also access our teachings through our Podbean channel or reach us through our website, bibleindepth.com.